Let's get into this, Dave, because this is this is really exciting. This is kind of how I came to you, which is through the Fox, who was one of the first real life superheroes. He was, you know, kind of ahead of his time. And you were one of his guys. Um, but before we get into your role in this, which I think is just amazing, let's talk about the Fox uh, individually, who he was, what he did, because you've written several, I mean, incredibly thorough articles about him. So the Fox was a, a biology teacher uh, out here in the far western suburbs of Chicago. His name his name was Jim Phillips. He passed away several years ago. Um he was like a um, very, very early uh, – I'm talking – well, again, this goes to back me being in high school. I was in high school, 69 to 73, and back then he was a very uh, – he was an environmental activist. And this was before your trip to the Florida Keys, by the way. This is right around that same time, yeah. with that Volkswagen <laughs> obsession you had. This is right yeah, around right. that same time. Yeah. And so he would go around and he would do like guerrilla, like very gentle guerrilla type warfare. Gen yeah. Gentle guerrilla warfare. Yeah, I've never because heard that before. That's a great term. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, uh, environmental, um, environmental. Uh. So he would, um, there's, a, there's a river called the Fox River. That's where he kind of took his pseudonym from. And the Fox River was getting polluted. And uh, there's a big one that got a lot of press around here uh, when getting that minute was Ar Armored Dial. And he would go like in the middle of the night and plug up the little suit, the, tr the holes where the, they were polluting the river and stuff. And he, he did that all under the alias of the fox. And it got to be a big area, a big popular story around Chicago because he befriended Mike Royko, the, the famous columnist here in mm. Chicago, who started writing. His little antics and his little <laughs> yep. Got to have a man from the media on your side. You got to, someone's got to tell your yeah. story. Yeah. And, and Royko kept his, um, kept his alias. You know, he, he, nobody ever knew who he was. Everybody, who, who is the Fox? Who mm -hmm. is the Fox? And then, so I come into the picture. The reason I gave you my high school years is, um, I'm editor of my high school newspaper in Naperville, which isn't far from the Fox yeah. river. We had our own river. We have our own river there, the DuPage river that was also mm -hmm. polluted. Um, and what he would do, it's almost like uh, I was talking to Mike's son. Mike's since passed away, but uh, David Royko, who lives in Cleveland now, um, it's almost he pointed out it's almost like a Breaking Bad thing where he would uh, re recruit <laughs> right. all these like young kids. He got me. He got me. He found me because I was a school of paper, and I became like one of his assistants and stuff. <laughs> and he would and I I would go out and get other people in the school of paper, other classmates. Yeah. And we would help him in his little activities. Nothing too, nothing too nefarious, you know. But um, um, I mean, one time we had a funeral for the Fox River, so me and my buddies, and we made little crosses, and it was really, really mild, Chicago uh, suburban stuff. And I wrote about him for the school paper, and you know, so he kept in touch at least through the times I was in high school, and we, you know, we. Uh, we uh, one time we uh, he dropped off all these. I mean, you have to understand Naperville. When we were growing up in Naperville, it was a town of maybe 50,000 mm -hmm. people. <clears throat> you know, Bob Odenkirk's from Naperville. Mm -hmm. um, Anna Sparku, I just saw play last night for the Sky. She's from Naperville. It's grown. It's grown into a big yeah. city now. It's like one hundred and forty thousand. Yeah, huge. But he would uh, back when we were in high school. I remember one time we had he dropped off these big green barrels. And people were still throwing garbage on the street and stuff. And me and my buddy, he dropped them off at the high school like at midnight. And um, 
me and my buddy, I think it's maybe two or three of us, maybe one other guy, we rolled these barrels in the middle of the night through downtown Naperville. Just there were some, there were people to throw their garbage in and stuff. And there may be three or four of them. They're like oil, oil barrels. Right. No, no oil in them, obviously, because that would defeat the purpose. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. But you know, he, and he, and he, and I remember he had spray painted on the, they were green and he had spray painted on the side. Friends of the Fox. Put your litter here, like I think, that. is what they said on them. Yeah. Litter here, yeah. And uh, so um, stuff like that would never happen in April today, or we, we would have been really arrested. But um, so, yeah, it was so I, you know, I became part of his world there at, at that point in his life. He continued on his thing. They cleaned up the rivers. Well, let me, let me I'm going to go back and fill in a couple of details here because. A, he was from Aurora. I got my first ticket in Aurora. Uh, he has a biology degree from NIU. I have a different degree, a media studies interview degree from NIU. Um, and he operated, you know, he was a, an environmental activist. And I, I feel such a, you know, I feel like he's a kindred spirit. I love that he was a Kane County environmental inspector by day and the fox by night. You know, I mean, this is, this is such a, a yeah. great story because in some ways he was like a very gentle neurotic, goofy Batman, you know, I mean, he was, he was definitely kind of, kind of funny. And, you know, he found how he kind of started on this. Oh, and and the Fox river, I should mention, I had a friend of mine from high school whose dad wanted me to do a documentary on the Fox river and include a section about the Fox. So I'm kind of connected to the story in a lot of weird little ways, but he found, so he found a, a duck and her chicks dead on, on, in a, on the Fox river. And he, you know, he declared war on armor dial because they were dumping pollution, they had like a certain amount. I think you you talk about. I won't get into the details. You talk about it in your article. But they were they were they were going above and beyond what the environmental limits were. No one wanted to mess with them because they were such a big employer of in the area. You know, this is a tale as old as time, really. And you know, he took it yeah. upon himself to go and plug them up, and he became you know this the 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 fox, and that alias actually protected him and you know people like you who were working for him for a long time. No one really knew who he was until he died in two thousand one. And I love this story uh, that, that I told in, in another episode, but I think it's worth telling again that he was so nervous when he would do these things that he had you know he, his pre mission ritual was basically to to vomit beforehand uh, out of nervousness. Uh, and, you know, he was so comedically polite that once he threw a stink bomb through a window and then left a money order to pay for the window that <laughs> that he broke. I mean, this Dude. is this is yeah. the, he's such a such a unique character and still got a lot of things done. You know, he fought Armored Dial for seven years, got the attention of the Illinois state attorney who then went after the company. So it was very effective. And the, the outreach to the youth. Right. I mean, in some ways, using your paper was a weird analog version of social media, you know, getting young people involved that had a voice and who were on his side, you know? I mean, it's it's a, it's a great story. And we were eager to, you know, as most, I think maybe many young people are, we were eager to, eager to help change <laughs> help change right, the world. Right. And uh, full of all these hormones. Right. <laughs> and uh, I think that, uh, you know, I think I, I mentioned this, maybe uh, we I did do this article for New City not long ago about this screenplay, screenplay that Roy mm-hmm. Goniba wrote. Right, yeah, but, yeah. Um, I still go back to Naperville. I, I was just over by the Fox River uh, this weekend. There's a minor, there's a minor league baseball team. Kane, up there, County, Kane Cougars, County Cougars. Yep. But, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I like to think that, that in our, a little bit, maybe you know, for two or three percent of us rolling those barrels through downtown Naperville. Well, I grew up in Naperville, and that, and the DuPage River was a mess. You couldn't even. 
you know, you, people were afraid to put their foot in the DuPage River. And now people are canoeing mm-hmm. down it. And you see that in the Fox River. I mean, it's clean. And you see, you know, people just using bike paths. The Fox, the Fox Valley has done a great thing with, like, bike yeah. paths throughout Aurora, Geneva, Batavia, yep. his, his, old, his old stomping ground. So, yeah, here's a guy who made a difference. And people say, well, can one person make a difference? Well, he, he started with one person. He made a huge difference. You know, it was so funny. You mentioned about the superhero mm-hmm. thing. Um, one of my vivid memories of him is like he would, and he called my folks' house a few times. I'm, I can't be full of hyperbole. I never <laughs> met him. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> yeah, right. And I, uh, but he did do. He did have like a voice disguise. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like some high school kid. Like, I'm not going to track him down. So I think maybe he got a kick out of doing stuff like that. But it was, yeah. So you never knew who he was either. I mean, this was all super secret. I mean, you were just like a friend of the Fox. I mean, he would leave these, he would call you with a voice changer and you didn't know who he was and you were just sent on a mission. Yeah. And look how innocent that was. Could that even happen today? You know, somebody. Definitely not. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, I mean, uh, no. But uh, yeah, it was. It, it, it's a story that just you know, people now that somebody I'm looking here, somebody did a, a book of half about him. I think there's at least two documentaries on him going around. It's it's a story that mm-hmm. has um, has taken legs, and I think um, people see it two ways. As you're talking about, people see a superhero way, and of course, the environmental activism way, which is really really hot right now. And he was so far ahead of his time, you know. Yeah, definitely. What here's what I love is that, you know, he he would talk about air pollution, you know, it wasn't just the Fox River, but you know, the air pollution. And he, you know, one of his students called him out for being a hypocrite for driving uh, yeah, right. you know, a pickup truck. Yeah. And then he was like he listened and then he let them decorate his truck with anti-GMC anti-pollution propaganda. Yeah, right. Uh which or slogans, I guess. Propaganda is a strong word, but it was propaganda. Uh but that that's I mean that's the kind of guy that he was. I mean, he's so he listened, he was smart, calculating. I mean, to imagine, you know, you had trouble talking to people at a campground when you had a perfect in to discuss things with people. Imagine being, you know, kind of you know, being a biology teacher and you're going to a gigantic chemical plant and stopping up their drainage ditch, you know? I mean, their drain pipes. Uh that's there's there's a he's got a the set of stones is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never married, I don't believe. Um, he was very much into the. Um, I don't know this much about his life. I know this when I I, I did a, I covered his um, his uh, funeral or his going away ceremony. I was on the Fox River. I did that for the Chicago Reader, um, and he was very much into like the. Uh, I can't think of the right words, but he the recreation, the uh, the not the pioneer, but the uh, recreation of the old settlers and stuff. So he had the. He had the uh, the garb and the coonskin caps and stuff. So he was very much into Oh, that. they had a name. For, yeah, there's a name. Yeah. Of the, I forgot what it was. I didn't write it down. But yeah, the group yeah. of people that he was a part of. That, yeah. yeah. And so he was very faithful to that. that was, I think that was a core thing of why, he, another core reason of why he was doing it. And that's how they sent him off. I believe they sent his ashes off in the Fox River with some of his materials from that part of his life. So um, he was very, very committed to that river. And it clearly took him... Um, it took him to another place historically, but it also took him to a very important place in the future. It was really, 
was his, yeah. his effect was really very profound. Yeah. Well, I'm curious the effect he had on you because, you know, it's a great story, but, you know, you had a column. You, I mean, you know, you had a column called Writing, <laughs> W-R-I-T-I-N-G, Wrongs, uh, which is <laughs> it's a afraid, great title. That, I was out to see. You know? Writing wrong. Uh, but, like, how great is that? Yeah. And I mean, and even, you know, the editor of the Naperville Central High School paper was on your side, yeah, right? right? I mean, so these are people who, I mean, it's an interesting time because it's easy if you're the fox and you're doing all these things and people are behind you. It's a little bit more difficult if you're doing all these things and everyone's against you. So in some ways, he was lucky that he was able to find a base of people who were, you know, kind of as nutty as he was. Um, and you were and you were a part of that. And, you know, you were able to write about him in the paper, keep him, you know, keep people, other people writing about sports stories. You're writing about, you know, environmental issues. Yeah, you, you, bring up a, you bring up a very good point. Um, again, because I'm just finished up this book. But, yeah, it was um, I was out of the school paper. We were lucky. This shouldn't be understated. Naperville is a very, you know, kind of high tone suburb and and the school newspaper, like many school papers of that time were, you know, they were spot welded to doing stuff like, well, homecoming queen and and football mm-hmm. team and, and, and student council. And we had an advisor who let us do stuff in the community and we were allowed to write about. She let us write about issues like birth control and politics mm-hmm. and the Fox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, that's a great recipe right there. I yeah. mean, if that didn't describe your high school birth control, uh, what was it? Birth control, the Vietnam War and fo- yeah, the right, Fox, yeah. what was it? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> So, yeah, so it, it all kind of came together and writing mm-hmm. wrongs. I mean, man, you know, I wanted to be like a news writer, but I mean, it was just like so he was perfect to fuel my interest in in, in using. I got into journalism as a way I knew I wasn't going to be a politician, but I got into journalism as a way to make a difference. And he was one of my first experiences in that. So, yeah, you, you bring up a very good point. Well, not only that, I mean, I think, you know, your high school advisor for the paper was your ally in the newspaper. Right. But the assistant principal you talk about, you know, he took you into his office, took you to task yeah, for right. rocking too many boats, yeah. uh, which is the, that, that that's the establishment keeping you down. So what did you go out and do? You won an award for the newspaper uh, and for journalism integrity. Um, did you and I think you showed you went to his house and showed it to him. And his dog vomited on your yeah, shoes right. to, to in response. So yeah, yeah, it was kind of a funny moment. But you know, again, there's other. You know, I'm a big, I'm a big sports guy. I mean, I didn't play a lot. I played, I played a couple. You know, in my freshman sophomore year before I I, I failed like in football stuff. But um, there are <laughs> other aspects. And Naperville was a town, and probably still is a town that's very geared to that. And there are other aspects of high school life than just sports. You know, and so I yeah. think that was our motivation in going. To, you know, and you know, we again not to overstate it. We I probably got called in like twice. I know my advisor Marilyn Holman. I still see her. Um, I know she got some heat sometimes, but um, you know, she stood up for us. She was she, you know. Um, but I think the reason we went to show him this trophy or plaque that we got is like, hey, there's other parts. It wasn't just us. The debate team. I don't know. You know, you know, there's other parts to high school society than just sports, and that's what we're trying to prove. Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, you definitely. Went, I would have tried to, you know, kind of rub his face into yeah. it a little bit, show him that I took his paper and made it something worth worth reading. Uh, you went a little more. You know, you went the nicer route, and saying, "Hey, look, we need to make a change here." You and I are two very different people. That's okay. Um, but I want to talk about one last thing here. What you did for the fox, uh, you know, and please overstate it if you can. Um, 
but you, you know, you were caught. I think you got the police got a hold of you back when, you know, there's something I think there was paint dripping into the water, into the Fox River. And the police got a hold. You were doing something. They got a hold of you. And you're like, hey, look, man. And you showed them the paint in the water and you flipped the cops on the side of the Fox. So tell, am I getting the story right here? And, and how important. I, where did that happen? I don't know this. Yeah, sure? hey, I, I do my I do my research. I start questioning people. I, I contacted Naperville Central Police Department, and they remembered you. You're still on their wall. I don't know if you're a top ten guy most wanted anymore, but yeah, they they remember you. What, I really no, I'm don't. kidding. It's in your it's in one of your stories. I got it yeah, from you. I don't remember that. I really don't. We're not live, so I have to refresh that. No, that's okay. Well, I mean, so you were there. I mean, you you, you don't remember it, but you took you, you didn't take the fall for him, but you know. You could have been on the wrong side of the law, but instead you brought the law to your side and therefore you were on the right side of the law. But that's what you were willing to do. The lengths that you were willing to go through, go to, to, you know, help the Fox and help the Fox River. And, you know, this is a great foundation for what you're doing now. I think it also goes back to the anecdote you bring up is also a very important thing. I probably even learned in journalism in high school is to protect your source. You know, I wasn't right. going to, I wasn't going to go rat somebody out, you know? So yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So you, maybe you would make it in prison with the Bowie knife, maybe a <laughs> shank Bowie knife. You don't rat anybody out. Yeah. You've got the, the tools to survive, whether it's an RV you know, or, you know, activism. I never knew who he really was. I didn't know his, I didn't know he was Jim Phillips till he died. There was always speculation, especially once Royco started writing about him. Um, yeah. But there was always that was a big thing in Chicago. Who when when Royko was writing about him, who is the fox? Who and he did a very good job of of keeping him, himself anonymous. And I guess Royko, same thing. Royko did a good job of protecting his identity because nobody ever knew yeah. who he really was. Now, did you know Jim Phillips separately? Like, did you ever? I don't remember where he was, but you didn't know him separately, so you I had no relationship him. with him except as the fox. Yeah, just as the fox. And I, it was like you went to his biology class in in school, and then didn't know he was the fox, and then later on you found out that your yeah, biology teacher honest, was the guy. To be completely honest with you, after high school, I kind of just lost track of him, never talked to him, mm -hmm. and then all these projects started coming up. There's one person's been doing a documentary for like five years. So um, she had me in the documentary. It's the same thing. I mean, my memory, this is all going back mostly to 73. So I can't mm. claim to any. Um, but I don't know. Maybe a lot of people didn't have a lot of contact with him. But And then he came back into my life uh, when he passed away. And then I wrote a lot about him again. You know. So. Well, I mean, it's a great story. And I love that you were a part of it uh, because this is, a, this is a piece of real history. You know, a history of where you're from. I, I, you know, I spent some time in Naperville. I lived there for a little bit. All the Fox Valley Mall I went to a Did bunch of times. My grandmother lived out there. Did you live uh, Briefly. Yeah, yeah. I lived in Naperville and Romeoville, which are close yeah. in the area. Yeah. Uh, then I moved further south when I was in seventh grade. But yeah, my grand my grandmother lives in Winfield. Yeah. Uh, she lived in Winfield and, you know, right by Geneva, went to Fox Valley all the yeah. time. So this is, you know, right in, you know, stomping grounds. I mean, I don't know that I, I shared time with, oh, I probably did. You know, we he and I were walking around Naperville at the same time. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, it's interesting stuff, an amazing story to be a part of. And, you know, uh, thank you so much for sharing your perspective and telling me just how much it influenced your life. It's a great story, Dave. Well, thank you. Thanks a lot.